Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Along with our marketing partners, we're here to help our PM Marketing Network Lead customers build their businesses and make the world a better place. At Building Fortunes, we know how much your business means to you and the people important to you. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Now on to our show with your host, Peter Mingles. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. You're listening to us on Building Fortunes Radio. It's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. For anybody that might be unfamiliar with my voice, my name is Peter Mingles. We host this radio show at 11 p.m. Eastern Time with a good friend of ours. His name is Devon. And you might hear some background noise because Devon is outside a busy place over in a busy place. So um, we, um, we are here with Devon. He's a previous customer of ours, and we've been talking to him about different and various things, including, you know, going back to school, working from home, working with people with disabilities, all that sort of stuff. And um, he decided that we're going to do a live show tonight, and we'll make this available for replays later on. But we're going to catch up on what's going on with Devon's life. And Devon, thanks for being here on your own radio show. Thank you so much, Peter. And I have to apologize to my audience once again. I haven't done a show in almost a month. And uh, welcome to Devon's input. And uh, I just want to say um, I'm glad to reunite with my audience. I just want to say today's topic is about, you know, I, I lost my room a couple of months ago. Um, I was um, in the hospital about um, six or seven um, weeks ago. I wasn't feeling too well, and, um, I'm, you know, I was in a, a men's facility uh, for the last um, several weeks now. But like I said, I'm getting back there. I'm getting back into the process of getting much better now. And um, what happened is I started working today. I, I am a home health aide in the meantime. I want to go to law school. I want to finish getting my Ph.D., uh, um, I'm in the process of writing my third book, and I'm in the process of going to a matchmaking service, you know, to look for a girlfriend, you know. I'm in the process, you know, of um, buying my home in the next maybe 20 months or so. I'm in the process of looking to see if I can um, lease or finance my car. You know, I'm in the process, you know, of see if I can get a room this week temporarily until I get my home, you know. So I'm doing a lot of various stuff, you know. And what I want to focus on is, is the men's facility I've been staying at in the last um, several weeks or so. Um, what happened is it's a facility in Manhattan, and I've been staying there. It looks like kind of like a shouldn't list. It looks like a, a, a concentration camp. <laughs> you know, there's uh, one, uh, you know, one bed at the bottom, one on top. You know, it's like maybe I'm seeing like 30 beds on the floor, so. You know, I, I feel uncomfortable, you know. You don't really have much privacy, you know. You know, there's a, a bathroom there. It has several showers, you know. It has, like, three toilets and stuff like that. And yeah, at a certain time, everybody, you know, gets up in the morning and they brush their teeth, they wash their face, they eat the jaws or they bathe, you know, stuff like that. So I'm just, you know, in a process where hopefully I can get my room by this week or so. You know, I cut that stuff out. I, like I said, I started um, working at April preferred um, today, you know, taking care of a patient, you know. So, you know, I have money in my pocket now, you know, before I was struggling and stuff like that. Like I said, I apologize to my audience for doing this show um, for the last four weeks or so. But if you don't see my situation, I hope you do. You know, now I'm struggling and stuff like that. But like I said, you know, sometimes 
you know, bad stuff happened to good people, you know. So it's just one of those situations where, you know, I'm trying to uh, cope with um, recovery now. So, you know, it's just that once everybody struggles in life sometimes, everybody needs a handout once in a while, everybody needs help, you know. So, you know, I'm just in the process where, you know, I uh, I think I, 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 I've been through this process a long time ago when I was 20 years old. Uh, you know, six weeks. If, if anybody read my um my first earlier, my first book focused on the six weeks I was in more because I was hearing voices at a point station, and um, six weeks, you know, I ran out of my um uh, uh my grandmother's place several times at night because I felt like somebody was uh me. I bicycled on me. I felt like uh, who else to get? That's when I was first. Struggling with the uh, symptoms of uh, schizophrenia. I didn't know what it was at the time because I wasn't diagnosed yet. But you know, we uh, said I was diagnosed because my mother took me in to book the hospital. It's a long story, you know. But everybody knows the story already if you read my book and heard the shows previously that I did with Peter. So getting back to um, the men's facility, you know, I you know, I just you know think you know that uh, at a certain point in time. You, 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 you have to be on your own. You know, I've been on my own since I was 13 and a half years old. You know, that's the age you're supposed to be on your Almost 18 years old, you're a grown adult at that time. You know, so like I said, I'm just struggling, you know. I said, I'm working. I'm supposed to take on another case uh, later on next week. Yeah, I have to I have a busy schedule right now. I'm doing a lot of other things, you know, right now. So I want to work on my third book approximately by the next two weeks or so. You know, the bar lawyer, like I said, I want to go to law school and stuff like that. So. You know, that's what uh, I'm managing up. And then going to the mass maker service, I mentioned this on my show a couple of times before. I'm looking, you know, I love Caucasian women. I love Caucasian women, you know, with blue eyes and blonde hair, you know, women you know, who are very voluptuous and stuff like that. In second place comes Spanish women. In third place comes, you know, Indian women or Iranian women, you know. So, you know, I'm looking to do that. I'm looking to also get my cars, uh, or finance a car, stuff like that.
like I said, hopefully I get to grow up my dreams and we can move in together or just start a family. And I should have started saying a long time ago, but like I said, I said several times, and like I said, on today's topic, I said it again, you know, you know the story already, why I got sick at an early age, age 20. So, so like I said, you know, life offers, you know, a lot of fists and a lot of um, negative stuff sometimes. But you just have to, you know, know how to handle it and know how to move on in life. You know, life throws you curves, life throws you screwballs and stuff like that. But you just know how to dodge them. And you just, you know, how to, um, it's like playing dodgeball. You know, you, know, you have to dodge certain situations in life. So, you know, this is just um, another one that I have to deal with, you know. So, I'm, you know, managing it the best way I can. So, you know, that's uh, to say about that. Um, but I want to talk about, you know, moving forward about renting a room in the meantime, you know. I talked to a couple of people interested in, you know, we are going to share with them and stuff like that. I haven't heard back anything from today, but, you know, it's just that, you know, I uh, looking to move in probably this week or so. You know, I have the money to move in. Like I said, I am um, blessed with, you know, for the most part, 75% of the time I leave money with me. And, you know, so, you know, I just, you know, want to help my family out as much as possible. I have an older brother, you know, I try to help him out as much as possible, you know, he has kids, you know, so, you know, I'm really concerned about him. But like I said, Peter, I wanted to ask you, do you know of anybody or even including yourself that, you know, has struggled with being homeless at a certain part of their life or um, struggling in a sense where they didn't have a roof over their head? And can you explain what the circumstances was, um, Real quick, if you can share that insight with us. Well, I don't know if I've ever – I'm trying to think of people that I've worked with before. Um, one of the um, – well, the answer is yes, I've worked with people that have been uh, homeless for one of yeah. several reasons. But probably the – I'm going to say the best example was a gentleman that I met who was um, – in jail, and yeah. he, I'm going to say this, and I don't, I don't want to sound naive. He, yeah. everybody that goes to jail sometimes thinks they shouldn't be in jail, but I, yeah. but I do think his name was Wayne. He's he's passed away since then, but I think Wayne put himself in jail because he defended himself when a girl that he was living with stole his checkbook and wrote checks against it. So because Wayne was naive, Wayne says, well, I could defend myself against this because he was charged with forging checks. And uh, that didn't work out very well. So I guess he wasn't able to convince either the judge or the jury that a girl had done it. So he went to jail for forging checks. Anyway, when he lost everything, because um, I don't remember how long he was in jail for, is before I met him, he was basically... <laughs> On his own. I mean, they, they let him out of jail, and to do what? And I do remember that um, if it was it was really tough, no matter where he was, whether he's in Alabama or not. Um, they they don't really treat you well in these homeless shelters. You kind of you got to wait online. You're lucky if you get in. If you even if you get in, they kind of push you out you know, supposedly, I guess, to look for work. Um, 
early. You're on your own all day long, and if you get back and you can't get back in, you wind up sleeping on this, you know, wherever you can. And I remember when he, I he had a problem. Now he had a problem with alcohol, and when I eventually let him go, he used to work for me. He was one of the best salesmen I ever had, but I just couldn't deal with the challenge he was having with alcohol. So I fired him. And this is a guy I've had a relationship with forever, on and off, on and off. My wife thought that this guy must have had, like, extortion blackmail pictures on me because I, I kept taking Wayne back. Well, one of the last times, um, he was writing me from jail, and um, I would show my wife the letters he would write from jail. And she's like, you know, you really, like, I feel really sorry for this guy. And... They let him out, and unfortunately, they asked him, where do you want to go? And he says, I want to go to Daytona Beach, which is like the bus stop closest to where I am. And I told him that I'm not hiring him back based on all the things that we had been through. But he showed up there anyway. And when he showed up there anyway, he was in that homeless shelter thing. And, you know, if he was if he was online and he got in, that was a good day. If he was you know, not online at the right time. He stayed outside. And whether it's hot or cold or whatever the things would be, he was basically, he was living out on the street. And that's a tough, that's a tough way to live. So I know some people have to do things like that. And I'm going to wind this up with another story in a second. But I know sometimes people have to do that. But um, it's not necessarily the best place to, to go. And I'm going to wind up with a, with a different story in a second. But let's do our little commercial break, and we'll be right back. We're talking Thanks for listening to Building Fortunes Radio. If you sell a product or service, then you should check out PMMarketingNetworkLeads.com. Just visit www.NetworkLeads.com. For over 18 years, PM Marketing has helped distributors build their home-based businesses through lead generation, website development, automated email delivery systems, and sales training. If you're looking for a way to increase your skills and increase the number of people that see your product or opportunity, NetworkLeads.com can help. To learn more, visit www.NetworkLeads.com. Ask about their lead management system, capture pages, personalized websites, MLM training, humongous blogs, the humongous classified ad network, Building Fortunes Radio, or their webinar schedule. NetworkLeads.com can be your one-stop shop for everything you need. And now, back to our show. And we are back talking to Devon, and we're talking about stuff related to my, some of my experiences with people that I know that lived in homeless shelters. Now, I'm going to get into another one, which is a much different situation. Um, there was a gal that I knew that we were grooming to handle customer service for a network marketing company. And she was really sharp. I mean, super duper, super sharp. I mean, you, she, I mean, just, just great. Hard work and everything you'd want in somebody. And she had previously married somebody who was a guru in network marketing, and they had a child, a girl specifically. Well, he was very abusive, like very abusive. And she decided that she couldn't handle it anymore, and she was willing to give up the lifestyle, the car, the security, the everything for the safety of herself and her daughter. 
So she basically ran away from that marriage with her kid, and they lived in a homeless shelter. And it was probably many, 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 many months. Um, And that's a tough thing to do with a little girl, but it was probably a woman's homeless shelter, I'm guessing. But again, still a tough thing to do. But she decided that, you know, like Wayne got in trouble for his, uh, you know, massive misguided judgment of defending himself in a court of law and going to jail. Um, This other gal, basically she made a choice that she was willing to give up everything to live in a shelter. And it was tough for her. And um, she obviously disappeared for a long time. Like, where did she go? Well, she, I, I don't, you know, this is cell phones. Obviously, if you don't have any money, you can't pay for a phone, uh, all that sort of stuff. So it was a cascading series of events, but she eventually picked herself back up. It took many years. We're not talking about a short-term situation. It took many years for her to get her life back to stable, where she can actually have an apartment. And then eventually, you know, I don't know if she ever bought a home, but she got a regular job, and she's building her life back from the challenges that she had. So we had an extremely sharp woman who had a kid but married the wrong guy, and instead of getting hurt or killed, she decided that it was will- she was willing to live homeless um, and uh, in and out of uh, shelters as well. So those are two stories that I can tell you, and I could, now that I'm thinking about it, I can rattle off a couple more. But um, it's, not, it's not an easy life. So, and then there's other people that I know that were mentally not capable of making the right decisions, and they wound up there. And unfortunately, they were some of the people that you think about with real mental illnesses that um, I'm talking about like debilitating real mental illnesses yeah. and then yeah. living in a shelter doesn't make it any easier. It probably compounds their real mental illnesses. So not a good thing. So back to you, Devon. Yeah. I was just going to say, um, um, you know, there's lawyers and there's um, companies that, you know, expunge or eradicate, you know, people with criminal records, you know, they can get that stuff off your, 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 your permanent record, you know, if you, you did anything. Suppose you, you've been arrested five, six, seven times. There's lawyers that can get that stuff removed, and a lot of people don't know that stuff, you know, and then that will help a lot of people because I know it's thousands of dollars to do, but, you know, they're, they're all lawyers that, that do that type of work, you know. So, like I said, you know, a person may look at a person and say, well, they've been in jail one time, and they, and they start to judge that person. Say they were in jail for, like, um, I don't know, for getting pulled over, for not having uh, a, a legit registration for their car. You know, you can get, you can get, you can go to jail for anything the first time. You can go to jail for anything. You can go to jail for littering. You can go to jail for uh, mis, uh, mistaking for somebody else. I mean, you can go to jail for a lot of things, you know, the first time. But if you go to jail five, six, seven, eight times, then that would be on you. You know, that would be on you. People will look at you and say, well, the guys that are doing something wrong that he's been going to jail five, six, seven times, you know, not just one time. So like I said, you know, there is a certain, you know, limit where people will look on you differently if you go to jail. Now, me personally, you know, um, I've never been arrested before. I never did drugs. I never drink. I never smoked and stuff like that. And, you know, like I said, there's just circumstances where my 
father sold the house, and you know I had to, to, to get a room, and I I lost the room because I wasn't working, and I got sick. You know, there's other different uh, times of circumstances that people go through. They're not just you know going to prison or stuff like that. You know, there's, there's other there's other kind of harassment. Oops, Devon dropped off. So we're going to do this. I'm going to play the commercial again. He's probably going to call back in. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Building Fortunes Radio. If you sell a product or service, then you should check out PMMarketingNetworkLead.com. Just visit www.NetworkLead.com. For over 18 years, PM Marketing has helped distributors build their home-based businesses through lead generation, website development, automated email delivery systems, and sales training. If you're looking for a way to increase your skills and increase the number of people that see your product or opportunity, NetworkLeads.com can help. To learn more, visit www.NetworkLeads.com. Ask about their lead management system, capture pages, personalized websites, MLM training, humongous blogs, the humongous classified ad network, Building Fortunes Radio, or their webinar schedule. NetworkLeads.com can be your one-stop shop for everything you need. And now, back to our show. Hello, we are Peter. Back with yep, we're back. You came Hello, back. Peter. That's a yeah, good thing. Sorry, I lost the connection. I'm sorry about that. I lost the connection okay, no for about a minute. I'm sorry about that, Peter. No problem. Okay, so let me continue. Let me continue. What I was talking about, you know, is just that, you know, circumstances where, you know, I never did drugs, I, I never smoked, I, I, I never drink, and it's just that, you know, I don't want people to judge me and say, well, um, you know, the guy who does Devon's input, he's a homeless guy, and, you know, it's just that, you know, the guy who just got a, 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 his, his foot in the door or he got an opportunity to do um, a talk uh, radio show with Peter, you know, the guy, he's not on nothing. How, how come I can't get a talk show or radio show? Well, I'm a very educated person, you know. I'm a very, I'm starting to my doctor when I was a law school and stuff like that. But to get back to the point, you know, of being homeless, you know. People can be homeless for several different reasons, you know. You can be homeless well, you know, that just that they fall on hard times or like at last you said, um, Peter, they can have a criminal record and, and they lose everything and they, they wind up in this homeless shelter or just that, you know, something happens and, you know, um, you could be uh, you could be a celebrity. There's plenty of celebrities that, you know, you know, have everything and they fall on hard times or, you know, they um they, they lose everything because, I don't know, they made bad decisions, they've, they've been charged for something and they didn't do anything or they, they've been charged with something and they did do something and they lose everything. So it's different parameters and different um, uh, viewpoints where a person can end up homeless. It could be anything. It could be like a regular person has a regular job and, they lose their job or, you know, they get evicted from their from their apartment because, you know, um, they, uh, they, they they lost their disability or their benefits. So it could be different reasons. But what well, I wanted to go back to on Peter, you know, I don't want nobody showing any sympathy towards me or any sorrow towards me because I can take care of myself. You know, um, to me, Peter, I'm book smart, I'm street smart, I'm intuitive and I have common sense. And that's why I'm surviving so long. You know, I can survive on the streets to, to a point, to a point, you know, to a point. I can survive on the streets to some to to a certain degree. You know, I I can um 
I know how to stand out in the cold and like maybe 15 degree weather in the winter and, you know, stay out all night and wait till the morning until I, I can go to a Starbucks or go to a McDonald's and get something to eat. You know, I know how to, you know, um, if it's raining, how to go under shelter or um, a canopy and stay there until it stops raining without an umbrella. You know, it's certain, or if it's real bad, I know if I have a car or something and, you know, it's, um, like I said, it's a storm outside or stuff like that. You go in my car and sit there and sleep overnight until the storm is over. So, you know, I can survive on the street to, to a point. You know, some people, they can't do that. Some people, they're so, they're so you know, laid back and they're so um, intense on having the good life so what, and they kind of have like a um, kind of bourgeoisie kind of attitude where, you know, to them, you know, staying outside on the street is is, is feel like you're you're beneath human standard. And they're better than you and stuff like that, and they 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 look upon you as um you know simple. They look upon you as a certain way that you know he's a bum. You know he never amounts to nothing. You know, but I don't look at it that way. It's just like some people they go through some stuff in life, like I always mention, and you have to overcome that sometimes in life. Most of the time, people overcome that. Sometimes people don't overcome it, and you know. Like I say, it's just that, you know, I'm a person who's always going to survive because I know that inside my heart I, I, I'm a good person and I'm smart. You know, once you're smart, you know, you can survive almost anything, you know. So, um, like I said, Peter, you know, I'm just going to um, kind of come to the show ending right at this point right now to say that, you know, you know, I, me personally, I always think of myself as a leader, you know, I'm a leader. I say this all the time. I think of myself as a leader. I like to lead by example, you know, and, you know, I like to, I like to be a mentor also, you know. If I was an adjunct instructor or professor at a college, that's what my dream, that's what my dream is to be in life or also be a methodologist. Well, um, I help you with a dissertation, a capstone project, and that, that you could be a mentor in that too. But I want to also focus on being a mentor in life, you know, teaching people how to be a better person, teaching somebody how to um, inspire other people rather than just somebody inspiring them, you know. Teach what, um, I say this all the time to you, teach what your mentor taught you to other people. You know, and then you know, I want them to be the best person they can be. You know, that's why I focus so much on studying and vocabulary. And I focus so much on um, comprehension and stuff like that because I think you know, education is a is a real big key in society. Education, a lot of people are not educated, and that's that's the trouble with you know with the world today. A lot of people are not educated. A lot of people, you know, they don't want to go to college. You know, they want to learn a trade, and a trade is good also, a trade going to the military or starting a business, but you have to get some, you have to get some knowledge of what's going on in the world other than going to trade, doing blue-collar work and stuff like that. I think education is a big key, and if I have children, which I want to have children, you know, I'll teach them, you know, go to college, or if you don't want to go to college, then, you know, I'll be disappointed, but, you know, if you want to learn a trade, then you, you, you learn a trade. But like I said, my main goal and my main object for my children is to go to college, get educated. I want them – I don't want to put a, a big um, 
goal on them. I want them to go to like a, a Ivy League school or Cambridge or Northwestern or MIT. And, you know, I want them to be, you know, or <laughs> if you're going to out, outlandish, go to Oxford and stuff like that. But like I said, to wrap up the show, you know, I want, you know, everybody to just learn from their experiences, you know, teach other people how to um, become a better person in society and in life and don't take life for granted and just be thankful for what you get and don't, don't, and don't, um, know, know the value of a dollar, you know, don't, don't say to yourself, well, you know, I get everything in life. I don't have to work. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. You know, take you, if they teach you the right thing, take what people teach you and value a dollar, value hard work, value um, ethics, value principle, value um, knowledge, and you should come out on your own. Thank you so much. And, Peter, we're going to close the show with that. Excellent. Well, we're going to talk to you as soon as we can, maybe next week. If Otherwise, we'll do a replay depending on your situation. We certainly appreciate you taking some time and being here and kind of documenting, working through this journey. So um, I wish you well tonight, and we're going to catch you uh, the next time you're on Building Fortunes Radio for everybody listening in. You just heard from Devon's input, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.